Welcome to the Agree to Disagree show, a show that discusses news, politics, and pop culture with your host, Luigi C. I want to see how many people I can agree to disagree with. We will try to solve life's great mysteries. Why is the sky blue? Why do we lean left or right? Why are we all nuts? Let's start the show. What's up, everybody? Episode six. We are back. I am back. Welcome, everyone, to the Agree to Disagree live show podcast. Um, decided to take a little bit of a hiatus this summer. Um, concentrate a little bit about uh, a little bit on work, my job that pays me money, and uh, take care of the family. Uh, but I'm back. And uh, wanted to do this this episode today uh, solo. Decided to fly fly solo today to discuss some um, some subjects that have been bothering me uh, and that are taking up uh, a lot of the news uh, these days. And you know, when people ask me, Luigi, are you left leaning? Are you right leaning? Are you in the middle? Whatever. I don't like to put a label on my politics, honestly. Um, I'm more leaning towards common sense. So this is why on these subjects I want to discuss today, um, I wanted to give some pragmatic solutions and look at it on a, a pragmatic um, way and just give my advice. And I'm not saying that I'm right, that I'm wrong. This is just my opinion um, and my solutions. They may seem simple to you, but then again, um, we've lost all concept of simple solutions and common sense. So here we go. Um, you know, of course, we're going to start with uh, the first subject, which is... Um, what we're all living in together here uh, since the beginning of this year is this uh, COVID virus um, disaster, if, if, I, if I could call it that. Um, but one aspect of that, which is really, um, really taking me aback this year is this whole concept of anti-mask protesters people that refuse to wear masks. I'm not calling you conspiracy theorists. I'm not calling you nuts. So don't freak out over me. So just, that's just, you know, let me start with that. But I just find that this generation or not even this generation, just people today um, have a problem with everything. Everything is a problem. Every single thing that the government says or anyone that asks us to do anything, they have ulterior motives. Um, let me ask you a question. What could the government possibly uh, gain by 
mandating us to wear masks in public. Think about it for, for a moment, okay? Less people will be working because if we're forced to, if the numbers keep spiking up as they are in Quebec, for example, we're going to be forced to close businesses again. Do we want to go back to where we were a couple of months ago? I don't think so because, see, let me let me look at it in the perspective of the government. Okay, If less people are working, less people are making money, less people, hence, are spending money, contributing towards taxes, less people will purchase properties, less people paying municipal and school taxes towards that. So, and people, what, will have to go back on the CERB? Government handouts. What this leads, and once again, if the government is asking you to do this, if people lose all hope and if they lose their their capacity to make money for their family, because that's all a human wants to do, right? They want to make money, provide for their family, food, shelter, uh, along with all the other things in life. If you take away this ability, this ability for humans to contribute and make money and bring home food and pay for shelter for their family, what does this do? Basically, this is the first step in the breakdown of society. It could, I think, will lead to civil unrest because people, and can you imagine the number of suicides that will go up the amount of violence that could increase when people are feeling hopeless where they have no hope where they can't even go to work um and don't forget guys let me go back to depression winter is just around the corner right we know how harsh our winters could be here especially in quebec certain parts of canada too no vitamin C, no going outside. So you could imagine how these numbers are going to spike in terms of depression and suicides. So it leads me back to my point. So why would the government want to force you to wear a mask and always have to have an ulterior motive behind that? It's I think it's simple. They just don't want numbers to mask. And guys, you know what? Uh, they don't want numbers to rise in terms of of infected people guys and i'm not going to get into a debate whether masks work or not honestly guys because right now we, we, we there's nothing to debate we have nothing else we we really don't you know i don't care if the numbers are skewed i don't care if it's if it's man-made or not or some some try some lab in china started and maybe they may have at this point who cares it's here guys we're going to argue over this for what reason? Shouldn't we concentrate on what is going to help us get through this and get out of this the most healthiest way we can instead of protesting the government whether or not you want to wear masks? Guys, listen, all I know is I'm no freaking scientist. I'm no mathematician. I'm not an actuary, but numbers are spiking again. Numbers are spiking again. And you know what really pisses me off is that all these people that don't believe in masks or whatever, that refuse to wear it for whatever ulterior motive, the government is taking control, whatever it is. 
okay, is that I have friends and I have people that I know that have built businesses and worked hard all their lives all to see that go to shit in less than six months because we're going to have to close down businesses. Okay? Guys, don't forget, the government wants you to work. If we don't work, we don't make money. So it's costing the government twice because we're not making money and they have to pay us. Do your part. What civil rights are being infringed upon you by wearing a mask? Tell me. What civil rights? If a government is telling you to just wear a mask, think about others. Forget about whether or not others have to be more healthy or if they need this or they need that. Let's just all wear a mask, guys. It's so simple. There's my solution. Stop with the fighting. It's here. It doesn't matter if it came from the left or for the right or from China or from Russia. It doesn't matter, guys. It's here at this point. Let's find a solution together. Let's try. You guys, we got nothing right now. We got nothing right now. We have no solution. What are we going to We're going to live like hermits until God knows when, until a vaccine comes along. And even though people are bitching about that too, I'm not going to take the vaccine. Numbers, are, they're lying. Number, it's not real. It isn't real. It's not as bad. It's the flu. Who cares? It is bad. It's easily transmittable. People are dying from it. There's my solution. Very simple. Right? My next subject. This I've been meaning to get off my chest for so long. What the fuck is going on in Montreal with this mayor and her gang of cronies in her party? For those of you listening that don't live in Montreal, we have a mayor, Valérie Plante, that since she has taken over, has made it her life's mission to put bike paths on every single fucking street imaginable, guys and girls listening. Men and women listening. Now, let me put this into perspective for you. Again, if you don't live in Montreal, we could ride a bike maybe six months out of the year. Let's be generous at six months, okay? Our winters are beyond harsh and horrible and cold and icy and snowy. But yet, we have a mayor that feels that her priority is to put bike paths everywhere. La vie est belle. It's so good. We're green. We're green. We're green. Like we live in freaking Florida. Okay? She is making decisions. Her and her party, I presume, are making decisions with impunity. They could do whatever they want. But, 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 but not only that, okay? Not only that. She she or he or the people in the party 
have not only put bike paths everywhere, diminishing the number of parkings on certain streets, they're changing street directions, street directions that were once two-way to one-way. For what reason? For what reason? So let me explain to you what is happening here, okay? And then I'm going to get on my third part about what this mayor is, is doing or not doing. You're eliminating parking spaces and you're eliminating and you're changing um, directions of certain streets. So you know what happens? And and I and I was having this discussion with, with a gentleman that I, uh, I met. He is a third generation owner of a small shoe store. I believe uh, near uh, Beaubien, Christophe Colomb in Montreal. And basically has said since they changed the, the, the flow of traffic from a two-way to one-way and added bike paths for an accumulated loss of parking spots of over 800 parking spots, okay, he is forced at the end of this year to close his business. Third generation small mom and pop shop where the neighborhood used to go and shop okay this breaks my heart to no avail okay it's bad enough business is suffering because of covid no mayor plant and her gang of cronies says let's make it even more difficult i, I don't understand she doesn't see the damage that's being caused. I, 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 I don't understand. I don't understand. There's no self-reflection. So these poor people, do you think, okay, someone is going to go to a place that they can't even get to because they can't even park. So already you're making, you're, you're, you're decreasing the flow of traffic by a hundred percent because instead of two ways, it's going one way. Then they can't park. So as soon as they pass your store, it's over. What are they going to do? What, what, what's an older couple? And this gentleman that had this shoe store, uh, a vast majority of his of his clients were elderly. What are they going to park three streets away and walk? Or are they going to get on their bike? They're going to go rent a Bixie and go shopping at your store just because they like you? How many of these stories exist? How many? But no one seems to care. This is what I don't understand. No one seems to care at the mayor's office. Let's continue. I just read a report that the Association of uh, St. Denis um, store owners or business owners are suing the city to cease construction of bike paths. Can you believe where we're at that a, a group of of business owners have to sue the mayor and the city to stop saying you guys are killing us. You rape us in taxes and business taxes. You make it impossible for our clients to get to our places. Endless construction. And this is my third point. Okay. I have another friend of mine that I met, Mario. And he, Mario owns. Salumi Vino restaurant, a fantastic restaurant in old Montreal. I'm going to have him on the show. Okay. It's just, it's, it's a little bit difficult. 
but I've spoken to him and I follow him on, on Facebook. Uh, and the videos that he makes are just incredible guys. Here is my third point, And Mario has, has really made me think about this. Okay. When is this construction going to stop? When is better urban planning going to take effect? Do we have to do so many projects simultaneously where the left is not even talking to the right hand, where Hydro-Quebec is not talking to Gas Metropolitain or the city, and then they have to put something on hold. And meanwhile, you leave the street ripped to shreds. No one could get to your restaurant or your place of business. Is that so hard? Is that so hard? I, I don't know. Here's my solutions, okay? Here's my solutions. Let's lower the amount of construction sites, okay? Let's plan our urban planning a lot better. I don't know what you got to do. Get some experts in here from Ontario because I just took a drive from Ontario. And let me tell you, man, they got their shit together. Okay. They got their shit together. Stop changing directions of, of streets for what? For better circulation? The city's already bankrupt. Who gives a shit? And those little job sites that you have on, you know what? Every time I drive by a fucking job site, I want to see workers in there 24-7. Diminish your amount of projects and streets that you're redoing. Concentrate on the ones that you are working on. Let them work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, literally. I want to see job sites hustling and bustling, working, not at every freaking job site that I drive by. I never see an employee. I never see anybody. Never. I see the one guy with the orange desk controlling traffic. That's all I see. No one's working. I don't know. I don't know what, what's going on. Is this is this so hard? Is it so hard to plan this? Listen, I'm not a city planner. I don't pretend to have all the solutions. I really don't. But you know what? I didn't run for mayor. Or I didn't run for city council. I'm not a politician. I can't be a politician. I'd be probably be dead after a week. Okay. But Jesus Christ, is it so hard? Is it so hard? Is it so hard? <sighs> My last subject, guys. And here, everyone's going to call me. You know what? Every, this is a new one now. Okay. Everyone calls us now. Any Anglophone that talks about linguistic issues is an angry phone. This is a new one. I love this. Yeah, I'm angry. Okay. But I think with 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 reason, I'd say. I think I have reason. So 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 the latest one is Bill 101. Uh the Quebec government has decided that they want to expand Bill 101 um to federally regulated businesses. Prior today, the way it works is that any um business with more than 50 employees have to follow the Bill 101 
and the francisation of the office uh, that everything has to be in French. And okay, that's fine. All right. Now, let me preface this by, by saying again, listen, I'm all for protecting your language, your culture, your values in Quebec. I am. Okay. I've grown. I'm able to see the other side of the story. But see, this is where I have a problem with it because when you're doing that, you're infringing upon the rights of the English minority communities in Quebec. Already we have none left, right? So basically, you know, 101 is inadvertently racist, right? Because you, they're almost there because um since what 50 years bill 101 has has been successful i've already eliminated a vast majority of english schools and it's only going to take a one or two um generations to to get rid of the rest um it's just that you know no one has the courage you know and and i read something really disturbing the new conservative leader, Aaron O'Toole, says he doesn't oppose Quebec increasing uh, the grasp of Bill 101 to federally regulated businesses. But you know what? It really doesn't matter what he says because he would sell his own fucking mother for Quebec votes, right? That's the problem. There within lies the problem. No politician has the balls to do anything about it on the federal side or the provincial side because all they want is to buy votes. So here we have a new conservative leader says he's got no problems with Bill 101 being um, stretched out to federally regulated businesses. So here's my, my solution to this. And it's always been my solution. It'll never happen, but I got to put it out there. Let parents of kids that already that, that we already live here, whether or not they've gone to English or French school, this goes for the French community. Because you know why I've spoken to a lot of French Quebecers that would like to have the choice. Okay. And I'm of where their kids go to school, in what language they go to school. And I have a feeling it's more than the majority. Okay. So if this majority is saying we want to have the right to choose what language our kids, these are your our kids go to school. These are your constituents. These are your constituents. Let parents and immigrants choose where their kids and what language their kids could be educated in. That's my solution. The French language is not at risk, guys. It isn't. And I understand that you're a French community living in North America surrounded by Anglophones. But you know what? There's so many other languages being spoken right now in North America. So many. Okay? By protecting your French language and culture, aren't you infringing on the rights of others? I guess they don't care. We live in a globalized world. You can't you can't stop that, guys. You can't stop that. 
Why would you hold back your own population? Is it possible to, to, to protect your own French language and, and values and culture and still keep up with the rest of the world? Why do you want to hold back your children? Why? Do you want to keep your, 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 your population that stupid that they could only speak French? Are they that stupid? And you know what? I'm not going to just blame them. I'm going to blame also. I'm going to blame also all those English parents that made a conscious effort to send their kids to French school, thus leading to their rights of these children to send their kids to French school. It's over, guys. Once you make that decision, it's over. So I don't want to hear any complaining after when there's no more English schools. It's our fault, guys. And the rest of the Anglophones that left because they got tired of fighting. They got tired of fighting. So it's up to us, too. It's up to us, too. But unfortunately, as well, I understand you want the best for your kid. I do. I really do. But you know what? The English schools do a pretty damn good job of teaching French. They really do. So there you have it, guys. That's my take on, on, on these three subjects. You know, I just want to end off this, this podcast by saying, guys, let's just be better to each other, man. Let's be kinder to each other because this is all we have. And, and let's stop fighting and let's stop protesting about stuff that is completely out of our control. And that is not the end of the world of what, what is being asked of us. It really isn't, guys. Because all we're trying to do is survive. So let's try to help each other. Let's use our energy more productively. I see streets full of, 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 of protesters for masks. Do something more productive. I don't know. Go help somebody. Go work. Do something more productive with your time. Are you serious? Come on, guys. We're smarter than this. And I don't want to hear any of this. Oh, Luigi, what? You're asleep? Oh, because you're so woke. This is the new thing. You're so woke. I'm just asking you to be more kind to each other. That's all I'm saying. Be smarter, guys. Use that energy more productively. That's all I'm saying. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, I will see you hopefully next week or the week after with episode number seven. Thanks so much for sharing this. And thanks so much for listening again and for your support. I'm out. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Agree to Disagree show. Make sure you like, subscribe, and tell all your friends about it. Until next time.